And it's time to welcome our next guest on the show. It's good morning to you, Michael Kane from Napstein in the Clare Valley. Morning, Rich. Good morning, Gillian. How are you going? Good. We are very well. Uh, quick one. Is it Napstein or Napstein? Yeah, that was going to be my first question too. You can say it however you like, to be honest. Uh, so long okay. as you're drinking a glass of, of Clare Valley Riesling, then uh, yeah. It's, um, I think it is more commonly pronounced Napstein. I think that's the, yeah. um, the, the Australian way. But um, depending what sort of German heritage you have, you might like prefer to, to pronounce it Napstein. And I think, uh, you know, Tim, Tim Napstein would, uh, would, would probably agree there. <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. So, so, Michael, how long have you been with Napstein? Napstein? <laughs> so, personally, yeah, I've been here for four years. Um, but yeah, obviously the brand has been around a lot longer than that. Um, so yeah, dates back to the first vintage being 1974. So yeah, Tim, you know, Tim planted some vines back in the late sixties, um, created the beautiful brand that we have today. So, and his first vintage 1974, which makes next year our 50th anniversary. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Looking that forward. is that's um, very exciting. Um, yeah. there's there's even like going further back uh, in the history of it. Um, uh, Napstein was uh, synonymous with well beer, the brewery and cordials and everything. Can you just touch on that a little bit? Because I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, for sure. Our, our history does back, date back all the way to 1878. Wow. Um, which is when the original stone buildings were built. Um, it's a beautiful heritage listed site here where our cellar door is located right in in the Clare Valley, uh, Clare Township itself. Um, yeah, it was originally set up as a brewery to service the uh, the thirst of the local miners. And yeah, and like, as you mentioned, it has been, um, has had many different purposes over the years, being a, a cordial or a drinks factory. And then obviously Tim purchasing it uh, to produce his wines uh, in the in the early 70s. And then God, God it did. But of course, it wasn't, um, I guess now, you know, Claire is so synonymous with Riesling and Napsine Rieslings are stunning. We'll, we'll get to that. But it was actually more Capsav that really put you guys on the map. And even internationally, I think Napsine really helped put Claire Valley on the international map because of your Capsavs. Yeah, I, I thank you for mentioning that, actually, because, uh, you know, we do focus so much on Clare Valley Riesling and how popular mm. that is and, and for good reason. But we do produce some beautiful, elegant, real medium bodied reds mm. um, that we're really proud of. And we really want to tell that story more and more. Um, and, and once again, we think thank Tim for, um, for planting those vines. That original vineyard that you're talking about is the original Napstein vineyard. Um, today we call it the Enterprise Vineyard mm -hmm. and it produces some of the most beautiful, elegant Cabernet Sauvignons from the Clare Valley and arguably Australia. Yeah, um, yeah. Today super, super and, and underrated. I mean, I, I had a 96 guy with a mate the other week and, mate, that, that wine was absolutely singing. And that, that sort of Cab Malbec, is that going to be the sort of thing, you reckon, for the Clare Valley to, to really shine in the future? Yeah, the Cabernet, mm -hmm. I think the guy is like a Cabernet, Cabernet, Cabernet Franc, yeah. but Cabernet mm -hmm. Malbec um you know it's a, it's a traditional blend it's a traditional variety of the region yeah um and it's yeah it's it's beautiful you know when have done it done it exceptional um examples of it uh malbec it it grows really well in our environment here yeah. um pretty low disease pressure so you know the malbec really thrives and it just blends beautifully well with uh with cabernet sauvignon and other bordeaux, bordeaux varietals 
Um, but yeah, it just just really fleshes out that Cabernet and makes it sing. The, the wines are very Moorish for me and, and what I love mm. in Cabernet is that that refreshing kind of characteristic of it with the medium body. It makes you want another glass, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're that beautiful uh, combination or juxtaposition of few, fresh varietal lifted aromatics but then with beautiful density of, uh, of, of ripe, rich red fruit yeah. and, you know, beautiful, delicate, lacy tannins, you know, and they're just oh, really Lacy tannins, that's a great yeah. way of describing that. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> and uh, and of course, you know, tuck them away in the cellar, and they're going to they'll they'll uh, you age know, beautifully. Age beautifully, yeah. So tell us a bit about the uh, the Ackland. Well, I, so I'm a big fan of your Rieslings, and I've got I've got some beautiful 2014s in my cellar. Uh, I actually pulled one out not long ago, drinking beautifully. I actually love 2014 for Rieslings in Australia. We spoke about this a few weeks ago on the show. I'm I'm actually quite a fan. Um, can you can you give us the history of that specific uh, um, a vineyard in the Watervale area and why it produces such gorgeous Riesling? Yeah, so Ackland, the Ackland Vineyard is our Watervale. Um, vineyard. It's where the majority of our Riesling is produced. So we're 100% estate grown. I'll just say that we have 130 hectares of vineyard throughout the Clare Valley. Um, and then this vineyard in particular is our, our Riesling vineyard. Um, it dates back to the early 70s as well. Um, I think it was uh, it was planted and, and grown there for its, its specific, you know, um, attributes to produce great Rieslings. And it was actually um, Ox Hardy, so Andrew Hardy, back in the um, late 90s or early 2000s, he was the winemaker here at the time, and recognised that vineyard. It was purchasing some fruit from there and recognised the great quality and said, well, this should be part of our portfolio and um, and went out and purchased it. So it's been part of the Napstein um, brand or portfolio since then. It's a, it's a lovely site. It's got so many different aspects and soil types and orientations um, and, and also elevation. So most of our vineyards sit around that 450 to 500 metres above sea level. Mm. And uh, and yeah, the, the Ackland Vineyard in particular has this beautiful um, uh, limestone soils, you know, uh, and, and um, you know, and lo lovely richness about it. So you can actually taste that limestone. You can taste the minerality in those wines, which gives you really them that. Can. You know, beautiful acidity as well as, like you, you were saying, ageability, you know, um, 10 years, 15 years for a, a lovely clear Riesling is uh, not, you know, not unheard of. So they really develop into the, those beautiful characteristics, toastiness, as well as holding on to that, that limey acidity and, uh, you know, that, that natural freshness that you get from the variety. Mm. Yeah, so, sure. Look, I, I noticed that you're producing a rosé based on Sangiovese, uh, but you don't actually uh, produce a Sangiovese itself. Is that right? No, we grow the Sangiovese specifically for this wine. And mm. we've actually just released this one, the 2023, in the last few weeks. Um, it's not a huge plot of grapes, but we grow it specifically for this uh, this wine. So we make it like a white wine. We don't do drain off or, or mm. you know, or, or blending. Um, it's made solely for this this particular wine. And Sangiovese is a lovely grape variety to work with um, and, and for rosé. Uh, Absolutely. Yields really nicely, um, but has those be beautiful, delicate strawberry and rose type aromas. 
um, and we pick it early like a white wine so it's got lovely bright fresh acidity we don't have to do much to clean it. isn't it yeah. I, I that's yeah. what i love with the sangiovese rosé so I, I must get my hands on that is um so how, how do you get your hands on uh, on your new vintage releases are they well, are they stocking pretty well around australia yeah. most, you know most good bottle shops some of the big ones as well as online cellar door if you can't make it to cellar door we'll ship it to you so yeah it's it's all accessible yeah Another thing I've always noticed with the Napstein wines, I, I do drink your wines a lot. Um, the price point's just so good. I mean, you know, $22 a bottle for a, for one of your Rieslings or your Shards. Yeah. I mean, it's extremely good value. What sort of production are you, are you yielding these days? You know, we, we try to make it, you know, affordable and accessible for everyone. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it varies. Like for single vineyard wines, uh, pretty small, um, pretty small makes. Um, you know, like I said, we have 130 hectares of estate-grown vineyards, so that they're all the grapes that we we have to work with. We don't purchase any in, um, and we don't make anyone else's wine either. So we're really focusing solely on what we do, um, which which helps you know helps um, lift that quality level. Um, and I, yeah, I think in in today's I suppose you know financial times, it's important that we can all buy a $22 bottle and be really happy with it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, some some really good quality wines out there on the shelf. So, Right. We're yeah, listening to uh, Michael Kane from Napstein in the Clare Valley. Michael, I wanted to go back just a little bit further because for our Victorian listeners, and of course we're a Victorian-based uh, community radio station, although we do get podcasted all around the world actually, which is pretty cool, uh, <laughs> you've got this sort of Lutheran thing happening in the Barossa and you've got this kind of Jesuit thing happening in the Clare Valley, right? <laughs> Seven Hill, they were the... They were the first to kind of kick around. Is, have I got my history correct there? I believe so. Yeah, they're, Seven Hill were one of the original um, vineyards and wineries in the Clare Valley. I don't know the, the full history, but they're producing some exceptional wines and the winemaker there um, is showcasing some really great things. In fact, he just picked up a, um, a trophy for his Grenache at the Royal Sydney Wine Show. Yeah, just this week, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that's really exciting thing, you know, to, to showcase the Clare Valley. I mean, Grenache isn't a new variety, but it's something that people are, are really enjoying, um, you know, these days more and more than the traditional varieties. Yeah. Um, I'll just make mention as well that we've got a gold medal for our Malbec at the same show. Yes. Um, so, you know, really proud of that. And it's those, it's these varieties. It's not the Cabernets or the Shirazes. They're always going to be there and they're always making excellent wines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, these newer varieties that are hitting the shelves and, uh, you know, really exciting consumers. Yeah, they are. I mean, I work at Uncle Dan's, so I see that sort of thing all the time. And I think uh, for a lot of a lot of our customers, I think Grenache and Malbec, I describe them as a gateway drug from Shiraz to Pinot Noir, you know, yeah. or Barot, <laughs> you know. And, and I've, I think Clare Valley Grenache, that's certainly uh, something that's going to make a bit of a splash because everyone's drinking Grenache at the moment. I wanted to ask also about um, is do you have is GB still working with you guys? Glenn Barry's still there? Uh, no, 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 he's left, has he? No, no, he, yeah, he left. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, probably, yeah, um, mid 2000s, I think. But um, oh, that, yeah, that yes, yeah, see him, still, still see him around the traps. Yep. Right, uh, that's all good. Because um, uh, I was just thinking, you know, there's there's a lot of great show judging that comes along. Are you into show judging as well, Michael? Yeah, that would have been the last time I saw him. I think at the Clare Valley Wine Show. Um, yeah, done some associate judging myself, yep. um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly a good way to, you know, to benchmark yourself, 
against uh, against your peers. Well, I guess the next question was like, what did you think of the results of the show in, in Sydney? Well, I was very happy with our gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> he, thought, he thought very highly of <laughs> uh, Yeah, look, uh, I think it's uh, those national shows are a great way to showcase the whole country, you know, and some good results across um, all different regions mm. um, and all different varieties. And, you know, just, just gives consumers, you know, good insight into uh, who's doing well and, and, and what producers are out there. You know? Yeah, I, I think so too. Like I love seeing what the different shows bring and but it's also it's always great to win something in your local show isn't it because that's like they, they're kind of your peers aren't they yeah i guess that's you know you're comparing like for like yeah. so you know you, there's there's nowhere to hide um so our, yeah our show comes up in october right um which is always uh you know a, a great um uh, yeah a great week and um something we always look forward to um so that'll coincide actually with uh, the release of our 2023 Rieslings, which will be released on the 1st of October. Cool. Um, and, and yeah, it's always an exciting time, you know, spring, the weather's warming up a little bit and um, people are starting to drink those new vintages. Tremendous. Michael, I've got a quick one for you whilst we still have just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, so you're, if you look at your background, you've, you know, you spent time in Burgundy, Champagne, Napa, Oregon, um, none of these areas specifically, uh, you know, a focus on Riesling. Uh, if you then go back to Australia, you know, Stella Bella, Wolf Blast, et cetera, none of them really are a Riesling focus. So given that you've been with Napstein for the last four years, is that is Riesling fairly new for you or... From a wine making perspective, yes, mm. probably, mm. yeah, from a wine drinking perspective. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in, <laughs> Had a couple. It's one of those. <laughs> it's actually, a, yeah, it's a, it's a really exciting variety to make as a winemaker because it's so transparent and it's actually, mm. you know, there, there's a lot, or let, should I say, there's not a lot of input that goes into it. So you're really showcasing the variety, you're showcasing the vineyard. Um, especially at that single vineyard level. And, and yeah, it's the best variety for showing the fruit flavours that we grow. Uh, you know, the vineyard team works so hard to harness every year and we, you know, we work so hard from that, from that point. Um, and then just, you know, fermenting it in the winery to, to produce the purest, most vibrant expression of that variety that you can do. Yeah, fabulous stuff. Yeah. And what about uh, plans for the 50th anniversary next year? Then you're going to throw a big party? Oh, it's all it's all embargo at this moment. Okay. We're working on it. We haven't got anything official, but we're yeah, we're working on it um every day. Uh just to yeah, to try get some um some you know, some excitement around it. I'm hoping we might bring the beer back just for just oh, for uh you know, just great. For... Why not? <laughs> yeah, that was a great beer. But um yeah, look, I, I think it's only it it'd only be uh, you know, true of us to be to to show some testament to Tim and all the winemakers that have been involved um, that we're we're still here and we're still making some really good wines and we've still got some of those original vineyards you know yeah. um, and and really showcasing uh, what we do best yeah and doing it well, well, we'll thank you is, <laughs> thank you so much we'll, we'll get for, you back on the show yeah. to actually tell us afterwards absolutely and you can, uh, love to. All about it Thanks, right. Michael Kane. Thanks for joining us, uh, Michael Kane. There from Napstein. Thanks, Jill. Thanks, Thanks, That's awesome, mate.